Welcome to Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. I'm Gemma, a certified nutrition and health coach, anti-diet advocate, and your ultimate hype girl. I'm here to empower you with inspiration, education, and motivation so that you can start living as your happiest and healthiest self, whatever that means to you. I spent years struggling with food, my body, and my mental health until I finally found freedom. Now I'm on a mission to make sure that nobody goes through what I did and to burn diet culture to the ground while I'm at it. I'm obsessed with helping women to ditch the diets, create sustainable habits, improve their mindset, love their bodies, and become their next level selves. So what are we waiting for? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finding Freedom with Inspire Wellness. Before we get into the episode today, I just want to remind you that the cart is now open for the Confidence Code, which is my six-week small group coaching program. If you're listening to it live, you've only got one week left, one week and one day to join us. So please head to the link in the show notes and learn a bit more about it and come and join us. It's going to be amazing. It's going to transform your confidence and help you really learn how to love and accept the body that you're in right now. So I thought that the perfect guest for today would be the wonderful Janelle Tester. She is someone that I've been following on Instagram for quite a while now, and I am just such a big fan. So I'm really excited to have her as my very first international guest on the podcast. So she's joining us all the way from Boston in the USA, and we're going to be chatting about body acceptance and celebration, body liberation, all of those amazing types of things that you know I'm a big fan of. So let's dive into the episode. Hello, Janelle, and welcome to the Finding Freedom podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So for anyone who hasn't come across Janelle, she is a writer and a body image acceptance and celebration coach, and she's also not a fan of diet culture, just like me. Um, So Janelle, I found you on Instagram quite some time ago now, and I was a big fan straight away because you shared so many epic anti-diet memes and posts, which I felt a little bit like a stalker because I was always liking every single one of them, but yeah, that's how how I came across you. Uh, Yeah. And I, same for you. I feel like I've been following you for a while and I love your anti-diet message and your message of body confidence and all that. I started listening to some of your podcasts. They've been really great. Thank you. That's so nice to hear. <laughs> I'm also loving that like now you're starting to get around the reels as well, which I love. I don't know if anyone listening follows me on Instagram. I know I'm a big fan of creative reels. I generally like the dorky ones and yours just yeah, speak to my soul and make me laugh. <laughs> really ones are the best. <laughs> exactly. They're so much fun. People who are like, oh, I don't want to do reels. They're scary. I'm like, no way. I have way too many real ideas and I want to post one every day, but I'm like, chill out, Gemma. Stop it. <laughs> I want to post them all the time. (laughs) Glad I found someone else who who gets me. (laughs) So the first question that I like to ask all of my guests is what is your favorite thing about yourself? You know, I I, I got asked something similar when I went to BODCON, which was like a body confidence um, workshop. It was like a day long thing. And the first thing that came to mind, and I don't know if I had more time to think about this, maybe it would be a different answer, but like, I love that I can taste food. I love that, like my ability to taste food and enjoy it and like, you know, just relish in it and like what happens when it hits my tongue. And I feel like that's one of my favorite things that my body can do. I love that. That's such a cool answer. It's not one I've heard before. So I love it. It's individual. Cool. cool. <laughs> that's so cool. 
Yeah, true. I think I, I had COVID over Christmas and I could, I still had like a little bit of taste, but it made me like realize so much. Oh my God, not having taste is awful. And my mum lost hers completely. So like Christmas day, we're having this beautiful Christmas lunch and she can't taste anything. I'm like, oh my oh God. My yeah, yeah. It really makes you appreciate it. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, you know, with COVID, if I ever lost my sense of taste, like I would be so sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I remember my mom being like, what if I never get it back? What if I can never taste again? And eating chocolate and being like, I'm not even enjoying it. This isn't even fun. And she, <laughs> she loves chocolate even more than I do. So that's saying something. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> so the other question I like to ask everyone is what is your definition of healthy? Yeah. I like to be flexible. You know, I feel like I don't have like one set definition. Like I feel like it has to be fluid, you know, it has to be like, yeah, flexible. Um, what my definition I guess includes is like mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, like it's all encompassing. It doesn't just mean like my movement and what I'm eating. Like it's like how I'm handling my emotional state, my mental health. You know, I feel like it's, it's, all of it combined. Yeah. I love that. The real holistic approach to health. I think that's very similar to mine. I definitely relate to that one. (laughs) So to get into it then, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do for anyone who maybe hasn't come across you yet. Sure. Sure. So I actually just started coaching. I launched it on February 24th, which is like a week and a half ago. Um, And I got two clients so far, which is really exciting. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. So, I mean, what I was doing for years was just actually every January I was posting anti-diet messages for, you know, January being diet month, mm. you know, new year, new me kind of thing. And <laughs> so for a couple of years, every January I was posting it on my you know personal Instagram page. And then my friend was like, you know, why don't you do this all the time? You love this. <laughs> and like, I just started posting a you know, body acceptance all the time. Um, and then my account just turned into it. And then recently I was like, you know, what? I have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience on this topic, like years and years and years of it now, like maybe I could start coaching. So I just, that's where I launched it like two weeks ago. (laughs) Good on you for actually making that jump and doing it. We need, I feel like we need more anti-diet coaches. So that's awesome. I was very excited to see when you said I'm doing coaching now. It's like, yay. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about then, like, how did you get into this space of body acceptance and ditching diet culture? Is it something you've always been interested in or is it something you struggled with? Oh gosh. It's something it's the reason is because I hated myself for a really long time. And then I finally stopped. Um, no, what happened was I, you know, I've struggled with disordered eating, like for a while it was like anorexia and then it turned into binging and then it turned into orthorexia, you know, obsession with healthy food, dieting, exercise. And I, yeah, so I dealt with all of that. And then I just got to a point where I, I actually stumbled upon a coach. Uh, her name is Lauren Marie Fleming. She doesn't, she's no longer a body image coach. She's now a writing coach, but at the time she was, she did this program called body love B A W D Y um, like body, like sassy. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just, I discovered this uh, coaching program. So I did that and it just like changed my world. Um, you know, it just, she started to get me to like be in my body and know that like my body was good enough no matter what. And like to start getting rid of those dieting messages that had been in my head for so long. Mm, that's awesome. So did you then find her and that was kind of the thing that made you turn the corner, I suppose? It was. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It, 
it sounds silly, but like just one single person was enough to make me be like, wait a second, this is, and then I discovered everything else. I discovered like the effort diet and like intuitive eating and health at every size, which we're having a little issue with right now. I don't know if you've seen the stuff around Lindo bacon. Yeah, a little bit. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I don't know enough. I feel like I don't know enough about it. I've I've done a little bit of research on it, but I still have to learn more. Um, so yeah, we're struggling with that a little bit, but no, I, I learned a lot about all these different topics and I just went down the rabbit hole of like, body acceptance and body love. And I, yeah, have been in the rabbit hole ever since. (laughs) That's amazing. And how has your life changed then since like before, if you were struggling with anorexia and binge eating and orthorexia as well, how has that changed your life? Like, what has that done for you? My life is so much more expansive, you know, like I've been able to like become a writer and become a marketer. And like, I just, I feel like I'm like, able to live my life more. And I do still think about food and body a lot because it's now I'm coaching, but I, I just don't think about it all the time. Like it doesn't take up every waking moment of my day and I'm able to do other things. You know, my life is just a lot bigger. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the biggest changes I noticed as well. Like I think I literally used to think about food in my body 95% of the time, and that's not an exaggeration. And I thought that was normal. I was like, yeah, doesn't everyone eat breakfast and think, okay, so then for a snack, I'm going to have this. And then for lunch, I'm going to have this. And that's all I can think about when I'm trying to work and blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, oh, no, it's not just because I love food. It's, that's, that was not normal. That's not okay. Yeah. It's exhausting to think back to like the amount of energy. And like, I remember when I would go to restaurants, like I would scour the menus to look at like, what is, what can I, what can I eat here? That isn't going to be too fattening or too many calories or, and now I look at menus. I'm like, cool. What can I have fun eating? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What can I have fun eating and not feel guilty about it? I used to always be like, if I go to a restaurant, I'm going to go out, like I'm not going to order a salad. And then I'd get like, I don't know, a Palmer and chips or something like that. And then be like, I hate myself. Why did I eat this? Now it's like, I'm going to love my Palmer and chips, veggie Palmer, because now I'm vegetarian. Still. And it's just, it's all information. Like I love eating fast food, but if I eat too much of it, like if I, sometimes I'll eat like the 10 nuggets and like fries and I get sick. So mm. all it is, is information. It's not, it's not like I'm bad. I'm, I need to feel guilty. I need to feel shameful. It's just like, maybe next time I'll get the four nuggets and like some fries, you know, like it's just, yeah. it's just information. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That it's just information. That's such a good way of looking at it and such a good way of explaining it. Cause it is hard for a lot of people to remove that emotion, I suppose, from when you do eat something that you think is quote unquote bad, but yeah, it's just information. That's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. I feel like body neutrality is becoming increasingly important to me. Like for a while I was focused on heavily on body positivity, but I feel like, like just not thinking about my body is pretty freaking cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's not about looking in the mirror every time and being like, damn girl, you look so good. It's about being like, it's my body. It's there. Yeah, it's just I exist in the body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the same as everyone else on this planet. Hmm, I'm yeah. not that special. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> On the topic of then, I guess, like body neutrality and body acceptance, I read one of your articles where you mentioned that body acceptance isn't just about self-love. So what is body acceptance actually about if it's not just about loving the way that you look? Yeah, I feel like that gets into a little bit of body liberation because there, there's the reality is there are bodies that are not accepted in society that are looked down on, that are shamed, you know, and like the world isn't like, I, I was speaking to someone, I was doing a market research call yesterday, who's a size 20. And she was saying like, the world isn't made for her, you know, like mm. she goes into bathroom stalls and she isn't able to fit. And like, I feel like it's acknowledging that these things exist and acknowledging that we need to change. We need to change our viewpoints. Like the medical community treats fat people like 
they're like, they have, that's the only issue that they have. And that's the issue that they have, you know, and it's not like they come in with like a broken foot and get, you know, shit for being a heavy BMI, even though BMI is full, you know? So I don't know. I feel like it gets into body liberation where it's just important to acknowledge that like, not everyone is equal. Even if we want to like, we want to feel good about our bodies. Sure. That's important. But like, we also have to acknowledge that some people struggle more. Mm, yeah yeah exactly like you said in the medical community in bathroom stalls on planes even like seats and things like that at restaurants or cafes like it's it's something I guess I hadn't really thought about because I've definitely got the privilege of I've never been in a you know particularly large body I'm about a size like 16 Australian so I haven't had to deal with a lot of the things that a lot of other people in the world have had to deal with but when Mm -hmm. I started learning about this and hearing about this it's like oh my god I've never considered this before and it must be so difficult. And the stories you hear from people, it is really difficult. Just interrupting this episode, but it's with a freebie, so I'm sure you'll forgive me. On Wednesday, 29th of May, I am hosting a free online masterclass called Beat the Binge. Come along to uncover the root cause of your binge eating and get my top four strategies to stop so that the only binging you do is on Netflix every Friday night. You can join me live for a Q&A after the masterclass and everyone who registers will get the replay recording delivered straight to their inbox. You'll also receive an epic workbook to support you on your journey to stop binging and to help you put everything into practice. I can also promise that this event will be 100% pitch free. It is all about the value and you will find no gatekeeping of the information from me. So are you in? Hit the link in the show notes to register now. Yeah. So it's like, you know, the person I was talking to yesterday was saying, it's hard to say, like, just love yourself when like the world isn't made for you or like the world hates you. Um, and like, I think it's not the same, but like, you know, I, I get, I've gained weight over the years and like, I feel like people look down on you for that, you know, it's just, so yeah, I don't know. It's about like, it's, it's about rising above that and just hoping that like society will start to shift like the BMI thing. Like, I think we're starting to shift away from that a little bit. Yeah, I think people are starting to recognize that BMI is, like you said, bullshit, basically. Yeah, exactly. I wasn't sure if I could swear, but I go for it. (laughs) You're more than happy. Yeah, you're allowed to swear on this podcast. It's fine. (laughs) So, do you think then, I mean, like you said, we're starting to shift away from BMI. Do you think we're that society as a whole is starting to shift towards a more kind of accepting of all people way of life? I hope so. Um, there was, I don't know if you're familiar with Grey's Anatomy, um, but it's a show and there's, there was a, I guess, I don't know if it was this week or recently, there was a scene where the doctor like gives someone in a larger body shit. And then the nurse in a larger body talks to, and I heard this secondhand, so I may be butchering it, but the nurse talking about like how you should, you should look more at what this person's problem is. And like the doctor was able to say, Oh wait, this person has like a different problem that isn't, you know, them being overweight or whatever. And so I feel like that's cool that it comes up in the media, but people were mad that like two people in larger bodies had to do that emotional labor to like educate this mm. doctor, whereas he didn't just know because like he should just know. But yeah. I, I'm hoping that like we're moving in that direction, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess when it starts showing up in that like mainstream media and TV shows and things like that, you know that then it's like, okay, at least we're having, starting the conversation and with exactly. people who maybe watch this show and haven't thought about the, that before or don't realize that that's a thing and think, but like doctors know everything whereas sometimes maybe the behavior doesn't quite match up with that right right and yeah I feel like 
uh, nutritionists are getting more education around like eating disorders and like it's starting to move in that because like nutritionists and dietitians get like such little training around eating disorders, which is horrifying. Um, mm. I feel like it's moving away from that direction. I, I'm hearing more about, you know, more education being done around that. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think like, cause I wonder sometimes I'm like, is it actually getting better or am I just in my bubble? Because you're right, everyone you're around right. me is starting to understand this and the people I follow talk about this stuff. I'm like, yeah, the world's getting better. It's great. And then I talk to someone, like I have a session with a potentially new client and I'm like, oh, about intuitive eating. And they're like, what's that? I'm like, you don't know what intuitive eating is. Oh my God, we have work to do. We have got work to do. You're right. You know, maybe that, because I do have this like And that's one of the things I wanted to talk about in terms of like how, um, how I think people can improve their body image and stuff is that like diversifying my feed and like with different nutritionists, different body types, different sizes, et cetera. And like, I feel like I just have such a safe haven in Instagram now that like, maybe I'm just looking at my safe haven and that I'm seeing change there and there's not actually change happening in the world. (laughs) Yeah. It's so tricky. Well, then I guess, yeah. What are your other tips apart from diversifying your feed? What are your tips to improve your body image and body acceptance? Yeah, I definitely, I would go down the path of intuitive eating. I feel like those principles are absolutely amazing. Like uh, the hunger police, like I I forget exactly what it is, but joyful movement, like that sort of thing. Um, Joyful movement is a really important one for me. I don't like to like heavily work out, although I do play street hockey. Uh, That sounds heavy. (laughs) Like it's, but it's like, I do it for the game, not for Mm. the heavy workout. You know, I'm not like doing this crazy workout. I'm just running around because it's fun. Yeah. Um, but like, other than that, I just like to walk and do a little bit of gentle yoga. I actually did a yoga class last night for the first time in five years. Um, it was really good. Um, I had done like online yoga, but never an in-person one, uh, not since 20, however long. So yeah. What else? Um, building community. Yeah. Like building community and like talking to like-minded folks. I feel like that Like I got a nutritionist who was a health at every size nutritionist. And she just blew my mind because I was like, I have all these beliefs and you're validating them as a medical professional. You know, Mm. it was, it was really cool. That's always a good feeling. It's nice when you, yeah. Cause I think sometimes I guess is the argument people have against health at every size or have against this kind of idea of diet culture and things like that is like, well, like, well, doctors say that being fat is bad. So obviously that's right kind of thing. And it's like, no, but there are so many other medical professionals and health professionals out there who are realizing that that's not actually necessarily the case. And we're learning more and more that like bias against folks in larger bodies is actually like just as harmful, if not more than, you know, carrying weight itself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's so so interesting. So in terms of that, then like when you're talking about body image and being in a larger body, I was talking to someone recently who think like she thinks that it would be hypocritical basically to work on her body image when she's actively trying to lose weight. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, can those two things coexist or can you not work on your body image if you want to lose weight? Yeah, that's such a hard question. I I really struggle with this, but my, I think my answer is like, no, (laughs) no, like I, I do. I think my answer is no, just because, and I, I heard this on the BODCON, a doctor was talking about this, um, that like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to get into it. I'm not really <laughs> sure how to answer that. Yeah, it's such a tricky one because I, like I've done a lot of thinking about it and I think that you can want to work on you can want to lose weight, but it's about not acting 
on that want and focus, putting your attention and your focus more on the body image. That's like, that's my opinion is that you can, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, cause most people do like realistically still, most people do want to lose weight. Most of my clients still come to me and they're like, I want to work on my body image and confidence. I still technically want to lose weight, but I don't want to want to lose weight. Okay. I have an idea. Maybe okay. it's like the health at every, the health at every size approach, like that you can take healthy actions towards being a better you without like focusing on weight, you know? So maybe like if we can try to take the weight piece out of it and just focus on like, what can we do to move more? What can we do to like add fruits and veggies? And what can we do to like feel mentally stable and et cetera, et cetera, like insert healthy action and focus on that instead of, you know, focusing on the weight. I guess like my thing is it's hard to really focus on weight loss and focus on like Hmm. body acceptance. You know, it's the two like clash. Yeah. 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 I don't think you can make the weight a focus. It can be something that you're like, yes, I do want it, but not something you can actively work on while you're actively working on body image and body. To me that, yeah, it doesn't match up. And I don't think you can fully invest and fully, yeah, dive into the body image and body acceptance stuff. If you're also, I don't know, doing counting calories or doing a diet or whatever it is. Yeah. It's really challenging, but I, at the same time, like everybody's got to start somewhere, you know? And like, I was still eating foods that I didn't even like in the beginning of my body positivity journey. Like I was like, I was eating like beans and I didn't like them, you know? (laughs) So you got to start somewhere, you know? And I was only eating them because like my nutritionist had told me they were healthy and I should be eating them. And like, so yeah, we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Like it shouldn't exclude you, I suppose, from like, you shouldn't be like, well, there's my thing. Like, I, I can't work on loving myself because I want to lose weight. Like, see you yeah. later. No, like, do the little so things. It makes so much sense. Like, we live in a culture that stigmatizes weight and that glorifies thinness. Like, of course you want to lose weight. It makes so much sense. But like, I think what you're saying is like moving away from that and, you know, just focusing on something else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what, when I feel like sometimes clients are scared to tell me that they would do want to lose weight. Cause they think that I'm going to be like, no, you shouldn't want to lose weight. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at society. I'm mad yes. at the system. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It makes it tricky. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on today. Is there anything else that you wanted to chat about or share your genius brain with my audience? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, I mean, even just like, I feel like it's cliche, but like I really invested in like a coach in like a body program. Like, I feel like that's something really cool to get into. It doesn't have to be me. It can be your confidence you know, <laughs> group that you're, that you're hosting. But like, I feel like getting into that and like learning aside other people was like really, really cool for me. Um, and like learning from somebody one-on-one who was able to have that experience. I feel like that was really helpful for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I was the same. I think it's, community is important, which is a big reason why I created the confidence code, because you need people around you who are going through the same thing or have been through the same thing to actually be able to do it. Because like we've said, society is often doing the opposite and saying the opposite when you're surrounded by people who are saying, oh no, but like, you can't love yourself at your size, or you should be focusing more on losing weight before you, you know, start loving yourself. Then It's so hard. Or even people not even actively saying that type of thing, just talking about their own bodies negatively. It really has an impact on you. So yeah, that's why I wanted to create that safe kind of 
community of people like that. And I'm sure that's exactly what you're doing with your clients as well. It makes it so much that. better. Yeah, that's so great. I, I was looking at your page for it and it was so good. I'm so excited for your clients. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to get started. It's going to be good. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Now, where can people find you if they want to check out the great memes I was talking about in the reels and learn <laughs> sure, from it? It's a, at G-I-N-E-L-L-E-T-E-S-T-A on Instagram or uh, JanelleTesta.com either, either or, but I'm mostly on Instagram. Beautiful. All right. Well, yeah, everyone go and follow Janelle. She is one of my favorite people to follow and I'm sure you will not regret it, but thank you so much for joining me, especially all the way from the US. I really appreciate it. And I'll, I'll chat to you soon. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with the wonderful Janelle. She is such a wealth of knowledge and just someone I really respect and admire. So it was such a pleasure chatting to her today. And I hope you loved it as much as I did. Now, like I said, there is one week left for you to join us for the confidence code. I would love to see you there. If you found today interesting, then I think this is something that you probably need in your life. So come and join us. There is a link in the show notes for you to grab your spot and also to learn a bit more about the program if you need some more info. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you shared it to your Instagram stories and tagged me at inspire underscore underscore wellness and Janelle at Janelle Tester so that we can hear about what you took away from the episode, what you liked. We would love to hear from you and we appreciate all of your support. I'll see you in the next episode.